Congratulations. You've made an excellent life choice today. You're displaying strong character and good taste by tuning into this infotainment web zone. We're poorly informed and highly opinionated. This is Idiots Discuss the Universe. podcast it's our favorite podcast because it's what we do and we're doing it right now and speaking of us that's benny over there hello i'm craig i'm extremely relaxed voice right now just just that one tone we're getting it off to an npr start yeah i like that npr vibe you know yeah you know what you've gotta you've gotta really just act like you're really thinking and 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 the the pause the pauses and yes the pauses the Pregnant pauses, you know. Driveway, driveway moments. Driveway moments. This is what I think we call them. Yeah. Here at NPR. Here at NPR, we call them driveway moments, and we make sure to always have one hand on the labia majora. (laughs) Which is which is really convenient because we both have them now. We both have them now. (laughs) And mm, it feels good. Yeah, feels great. Comforting and warm. It's comforting and warm here. And, uh, you know, we really, we really are in touch with our feelings and we enjoy talking about, um, the, the plight of women and, um, even though we're both men, we (laughs) barely, barely, and we're working, (laughs) we're working every day. And we feel bad. We feel bad about it. Yeah, we feel bad. We were trying to undo that. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, how, how, how you been, Spenny? You've been, um, um, just, just, just traveling around, just, just back to Texas. Like you can't get enough of, of Texas. I know. Um, you still are phoneless. I'm still phoneless. Because you're just a, you're just a, a piece of, of dirty, of dirty waste paper <laughs> flying in the wind. You yeah. Don't, you don't need, you don't need contacts. No. You don't need to take pictures of what's going on. Lord knows <laughs> no one's going to want to go back and look at that. Nope. I'm, a, I'm just a Texas tumbleweed now, just yeah. blowing across the street. So you miss League of Legends, but like other than that, like what, what, what do you miss from your cell phone? There's like been a few times where i've been like oh i want to hook up with that girl and i don't oh i bet you that slowed that rumble down well uh-oh it has but you know um but it's fine you know there's there's been a few times where yeah i want to text this person or you know i get that impulse and like a, a little slight panic uh-huh. you know that sets in when you're like where's my phone or like what if i'm missing something Right. I don't know what right, right. it would be, but no. And then you're just kind of left, and you're like, "No, I'm just I'm stuck here." Like, and then you're kind of your brain is just immediately like, "Well, what's going on out here?" You know, 
Let's just see what's going and, on. And what is going on? There's a lot. Oh, yeah? There is. Is there? I mean, there. yeah. Like, where are you at when things are going on? And like what, the and airport. What, oh, sure. You know? Oh, there's things to watch. And, yeah. And, yeah, for sure. And or, or Austin, Texas in a, any given moment. Oh, you know? yeah, on vacation, I suppose. Yeah. That's for sure. Lots of new things to look at. But what about since you've been back? Well, like, what what's going on at, at home? Are you are you getting a, a getting a clearer view? Are you helping Seth out with the with the chores? I just like oh my god, it's such a weird visual. What that you have Seth like working your garden? <laughs> hey man, hey man, I didn't really. I, mean, I know plan... he's in charge. I mean, I know he's he in, in charge. charge man. Like I mean, I'm, I I don't have any um any illusions about what the reality he's of the in situation charge, is. All right, it's not. But a... it is it is an odd it is an odd thing that like even when you're yeah. not there, he just kind of shows up and, yeah. and, and takes care of everything for you. Yeah. It's it's uh it's odd I I suppose but it's a, a symbiotic relationship and he's very invested in the move, you know he's like making he's making plans about what he's going to do right like, you know which that's a whole fucking can of worms I need right. to update you on, um, and I mean I don't know if I want to talk about it on no, the podcast we don't have to, it, but it, it's not probably very interesting it's not to that interesting even me but I'll, listen, <laughs> yeah, I'll but I'll, uh, you're gonna find out all <laughs> about to it later you're gonna find out all I'm the details sure. okay but yeah um no I mean he's been doing a good job like I every time I, I come home <laughs> I'm like oh you wow walk, you walk the plantation <laughs> and see like what <laughs> and I, I find could, it I satisfactory oh uh, man it's it's oh no, S- Seth is is like a million dollars, dude. He took me out for um uh or the breakfast um lunch nice. that we were all gonna do. <laughs> well, I would have gone, but you know, you guys stuck with you know your plans. Well, we wanted to stick within like the three month of my birthday window. It's fair. So we went, and mm-hmm. dude, it was fucking awesome at Ruthie's. Like nice. the food is amazing. Um, and uh, yeah, no, he took t- treated me to the whole thing. That was very nice. Cool. He even got me a piece of cheesecake, which I still haven't eaten. I didn't really want. But, like, <laughs> you're taking the cheesecake. I got it. You know, oh, and, that's good. And I'm just. It was like one of those things where he was just like throwing money at me. It was like hanging out with my grandpa when I was a kid. Yeah. I was like, oh, I don't know if I want the slider or if I want the pork chop or I don't know. He's, He's like, you're like, getting oh, both. We're getting I or- both. I ordered both, and yeah. he ordered both of the every. He ordered everything off the menu, pretty much. Holy shit! There's not only like five things on the menu, but he oh. ordered all of it. Is a food cart? cool yeah it's just um over there on division it's not too far from your your spot oh okay cool it's pretty much about the same cross street but it's on division and it's behind um a couple other businesses kind of in some okay i've heard about this place yeah yeah Yeah. he's been telling me about it cool what kind of food is it it's um bar it's not barbecue it is um like southern home style cooking okay cool um like i had a pork roast with peaches and Ooh. pork rinds on the top of it with green chilies nice um yeah it was super Sounds super good. good and then they did like they put like pork sliders and they do they had then seth had salmon hmm. and um yeah so it's just kind of interesting like definitely kind of um carolinas that that section of the lots of seafood southern stuff cool pigs and fish Pigs and fish. Pigs and fish. What that's more what do you they want? got out there? Yeah, that's what they got. What more do you need? Yeah, not not, yeah, not a whole lot. And then really. you see, like where you're from, it's all what they've got. You know, pigs and beef. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pigs yeah. and beef. 
pigs and beef, baby, and a turkey here or there. I worked at a restaurant. Do you ever do ex- you never do exotic meats at your um, at your thing? Do you? Yeah. No. I worked at a restaurant that every what was it? Every week or every two weeks or something, we get a new like dish that was some sort of exotic huh? animal. So we served like alligator, ostrich eggs, um, wow. you name it, all sorts of just squirrel, you know, all squirrel. sorts of stuff. People loved it, dude. Huh? Yeah, squirrel is a huge thing that people ate for a long uh, time. I mean, I imagine, yeah, but yeah. I just can't. It just doesn't seem like there's a lot of meat. It seems more of like a survival food. Yeah. You know. But I mean, but, that's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure you can make that's it taste what, good. I mean, for the good chunk of like humanity, people were doing exactly that. Surviving. You know? Yeah. Eating sure. Squir- eating squirrels and hoping for the best. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like we're on our way back there. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. No, the whole town is like just an angry army of like Keith Richards. Like if Keith Richards lost all of his money and fame, yeah. like we have just an army of that guy. Yeah, totally. You know, and just he's back on the age. Yeah, and he's, he's back on the age. He's pissed, and he's got a surprising amount of energy for how <laughs> old he is and and how much age he's on. Uh huh. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. No, we just it, we've got that going on for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's been interesting. I think isn't there some sort of big like um. Oh yeah, I think that's uh, today like or the, tomorrow. The the. the patriotic clash of, the titans. of love and yeah. then all of the people that are keeping us keeping the community safe from right. the prayer meetings right and there's uh, the prayers and there's the prayer protectors and then there's the anti-prayer protectors and then there's the pro pro prayer but anti-protection and they're all the same dude i mean on all sides it's all the same person they're the same guy one guy just grew out grew up in the boonies and the other guy grew up like a little closer in and had two moms you know right yeah but their parents made it about the same amount of money or whatever oh yeah and just wanted them kind of they were annoyed by them you know yeah same guy though the ones that are out there fighting in the street you know and then the ones that are kind of like a little bit back there supporting it are like you know they got a little bit of education and um they show up for the big safe rallies but they're not they're not down there like um you know throwing um frozen water bottles at each other today you know they're up in vancouver or whatever um, right Making bullets or, or there, right. whatever, at, at some squirrels. sort of like gender symposium up there at LHSU <laughs> or something. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. Oh man, it's such a weird. Our political thing is getting so weird, and it's, it's so weird. It's really um, just like all the stories that you've heard about past governments, you know, and like how you always think about like how could people have lived under that chaos, right? And but it's a slow boil, is what they feel is. like it's they don't tell boil. you. That's yeah. that's the answer. Is where it's like, well, every day is still kind of similar, except for like these big things that happen, and most even the big things that happen are relatively isolated. You know, like even when there was like massive rioting going on downtown, like I still biked over to your house. You know what I mean? And, sure. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. you know, there's, I still, you know, we were going to work and it was weird out for sure. The vibes in the air weren't great, but uh-huh. you know, it's, yeah, it's like a slow boil mm-hmm. as I think. And then as, and just watching the city transform mm. is, um, yeah, a slow boil too. Yeah. Um, and the country, um, change too. Also, right. you know, it's a slow thing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was a weird week. Like, um, the Af- I mean, they're all, they all turned on Joe Biden this week. 
Right. I mean, he obviously doesn't know. I mean, it's 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 really getting pretty clear. I mean, like the last poll said that like more than half of Americans don't think that he's going to finish his term. <laughs> you know, that's that's I pretty. Sh- yeah, it's not funny, I that's, guess. But that, that, that's um, that's <clears throat> bad news for Taiwan. Is it probably hmm. uh, Afghanistan? does not signal good things for the rest of the world that depend on our like military like presence presence and um wherewithal yeah, yeah. so i yeah. think we talked about this a little bit last time but i i don't really have any more to contribute i don't think it's funny because like you know to circle around back to the no phone thing like you're even more out of time. this guy is checked out and let me tell you my mental health I don't know that I've been more even keeled. Yeah. F- uh, uh, in what the past, t- like, what do you year talk or two about years. with people? I don't you just, know. You just listen? Yeah, I've been doing a I, Really, I've been doing a lot more, like, listening and asking questions mm-hmm. and just sort of, like, sitting and I, I'll try to crack a joke. I'll sure. try to, like, get, sure. get them to smile. Yeah. You know, it's more about just, like, hey, we're having a good time now. Yeah. You know, rather than, like, uh, <laughs> like in Austin, we had this joke where you know, because I went with uh, a couple of my buddies from Portland came as well, mm-hmm. and uh, fellas that I'm you know that you know or you we've had one of them on the show, um, and it was funny because there was a joke where like you know once every hour one of them would start going on a fucking conniption fit about like Portland and COVID and all that sort of stuff. Right, right, right. You know, because in Austin it's very open. Uh, it's everything's happening. There's a few places where they're like wear a mask or whatever, but actually no, there's like, I didn't wear a mask the whole time except for the airport. Right. You know, and, uh, it's just federal places. Yeah. 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 And so it's, really nice and refreshing and, and people are nice and you know it, it, it is like going into the past a little bit mm-hmm. you know and uh so we had this joke you know like one of them would be like god if it was just like you know with the fucking Kate brown and the masks and we're like and it's three o'clock you know like every we know that another hour has passed because this is the hourly covid rant you know yeah um and i get it like i'm on board with what they're saying and everything but like man my like my anger and my anxiety and like depression and just general caring about it just is kind of like yeah uh-huh like i'm here and i'm around and i'm fine right now you know uh-huh and so the airport is weird because uh on my way there actually they were i think testing out some new system at PDX and it's like five in the morning and I'm in line and everyone's like miserable, a little more miserable than normal at the airport at 5 a.m. And they've got everyone pairing up, regardless of if you're in a pair, and walking across this like six by six open square where there's a dog going back and forth, right, sniffing you out. And they're also saying you don't have to take your shoes off. Leave the shoes on and leave everything in your bag, you know? Uh Uh-huh. So it's like a new thing, you know? And every time I go to the airport, especially now with the masks, I'm like, gosh, like, you know, I really hope that this is necessary because if it's not, it's a very strange ritual that we do now, 
you know, to like allow ourselves to feel safe or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't really know. And it's it's a bad it's just a generally like negative experience. You know, if you just think yeah. it, it's hard to be like pleasant and nice when basically you're under direct suspicion of terrorism, you know, right. for like a solid 15 minutes. There right. are looking at you like you might be a fucking terrorist. And we're not letting you off the hook till you go through this thing, and you're just kind of on edge, even mm-hmm. though you're like, I don't, I don't have weed on me, I have no plans of being a terrorist, you know, I'm not gonna do anything. Yeah. yeah. But even like being under that sort of like weird watchful eye, you're like, well, am I a terrorist? I guess, the, I guess they'll let me know. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, that's the thing. I guess they'll and let that, me know. And that's the ultimate Kafkaian like goal of that sort of thing. You know. Right. If you treat people like it enough, they will garner the guilty feelings if you put them into that situation. That's just kind of how, like, human biometrics kind of work, you yeah. know? Um, and I'm trying to think, like, what it was like before, you know, like, all before 9-11. Because it really, oh. 9-11 and the reaction to that in the airports is probably a really good... Um, indication of how we're going to handle the COVID thing in the long term. Yeah. Because if you really think of like the percentage of people that had flown on airplanes up until that point, the number of those people, the percentage of them that turned out to be terrorists that killed people or right. hijacked the plane or something is so super tiny, tiny. You know, to be just like almost imperceptible like we say we will let's like a task force to try to stop these people because it's such a rare incidence we don't have to harass everybody but instead we got this whole apparatus and this endless ritual that we go through now for people that don't even that weren't even born you know now like they don't you know it's it's long ago 2001 like is a long time ago now and um 20 years ago yeah it's it's amazing and we're still going through all of that sort of stuff. And there has not been another, like, there wasn't, like, a rush of other people trying. Like, you know, they didn't start doing it and catch, like, another, like, 500 terrorists that had just decided, like, oh, man, 9-11 works yeah. so great, so let's fucking do that, too. Nobody tried to do it again. We had right. one guy that tried to, like, light his underwear on fire or something. And I think that's all. Yeah. Most of that shit's made up. You know, most of yeah. the shit that they foiled was just FBI-created right. plots. Sure, I'll you buy know. it. And I know. think that like a lot of these um, right-wing plots are also probably in a big way like oh, yeah. definitely helped along. You know, like when, um, uh, what's her name, the uh, um, Black Panther lady that escaped. She, is, she lives somewhere else now. But um, she was like indicted for like trying to kill a bunch of Chicago, Chicago or, or New York, I can't remember where it was, like a bunch of political officials or maybe the president or something. And it turned out when they went to trial for the whole thing for the other people, and I think she was in trial for a while and escaped, so I don't know exactly how that worked. Hmm. But, like, um, it turned out that, like, more than half of the gang were actually, like, government informants working for the government plants, plus all of the leadership of the group was all government and plants in the group. And they were the ones that were calling the shots and seeing if they could get, like, the two or three people they could get that were regular people that go along with it mm-hmm. to do something There's so like they two could or bust three those people. two or three people. Oh, fuck. It yeah. was crazy. And that's and that's all over the place. Yeah. 
That's so wild to think about. Because, yeah, I mean, uh, didn't they discover with Proud Boys or, you know, it came out. That, like, that tried to, like, um, capture the governor. There was some governor that was like, they remember they came out with that thing before the election that, oh, these crazy Proud Boys are trying to govern Governor Whitlatch or something from Wisconsin mm-hmm. or Michigan or something like that. Yeah. And she's a Democrat that they all hate up there. Uh, yeah, and they uncovered some plot to kidnap her or mm-hmm. cornhole her or something. <laughs> I don't know what it was. <laughs> but, like, it's looking like in that group, it was, like, majority of the people were FBI agents. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that were just trying to get, like, yeah. Cletus and Uncle Joe yeah. to just, like, get in the pickup and we're going to go get this lady and yeah, then they would like, throw them in we got a lot forever. of really cool new friends man <laughs> these guys are pretty cool they they agree with everything we say and they come up with pretty cool ideas yeah <laughs> it, it must be something like that yeah you i know, don't know just think of the craziest like somebody meets like the craziest person that we see who would be the most like conspiracy fueled person that we know other than you okay we know who it is we're not mm-hmm. going to say because we don't want to hurt any feelings mm-hmm. but let's say that he makes a new friend mm-hmm. right and that right. new friend has just got like 40 million dollars and right. he's just like well we should fix some of this stuff yeah you know what i'm saying so we need what to do take you take it into our own hands you know and then you have a night where you're out drinking and then you and mm-hmm. our and your friend are like hey and then we'll get like a submarine and we're gonna attack like omzi it'll be awesome you know we yeah. can blow up their submarine and then blow that up and you know it'll really and they're just joking around and the next thing you know he's like hey dudes meet me out at this place and there's a submarine yeah Whoa. you know what i'm saying and then you're just on the way because you're like, dude, this oh, our bro bought us our own submarine. Cool. How can we say no to our plan <laughs> yeah, that we thought Gary. we were serious about? Yeah. He invested millions of dollars in this submarine. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then it gets kind of keeps going. And you're in the sub. You're on the way to the place. And you're like, how'd you meet this guy again? <laughs> and, you, and, right. he, and he's like, I don't remember. <laughs> he's kind of, you both think about it. And then you're like, eh, okay. Dude. Yeah. I mean, like, that's how it happens. Yep. And the next thing you know, like you're you're in you're prison being forever. indicted. Yeah, it can happen. Yeah, man, it seems a lot. There's a lot of tomfoolery like that around, but I just you know I just can't really be bothered by it because I feel like it's always been happening. You know, mm-hmm. it's never not been happening, and my awareness of it doesn't really affect you know the occurrence of it happening or not. Right. Right. And so that's one thing with the, uh, where I'm like, man, I don't want to get a phone, you know. There's been a weird, there's been weird, like I've I've faced some discrimination, I would say, some light discrimination. Maybe that's a strong word. Probably more like um, verbal and visual, verbal. <laughs> and visual insubordination. Yes, verbal and visual insubordination. <laughs> you know where. <laughs> Where the people are just like, you're a fucking retard. and uh, For breaking your phone. And just not ha- getting it replaced like immediately, you know? Oh. Yeah, oh, yeah, I guess I can see that for sure. Yeah, like what? You had time. How did you? And now you have to travel? What are you going to do? I'm like, oh, I'm going to do what the majority of humanity has done for the majority of time and sit here without a computer in my pocket. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And they're like, no, they don't like that, you know? And um, Like, really? Well, no. I mean, but they, they, they do find it like, oh, look at this. It's like a, it's Trapper John. Kind of, yeah. It's a, mount, it's a mountain man. They're like, what do you do with your time? And I'm like, 
I don't know. There's all this time out here. And there are, there's been plenty of instances where I'm like, you know, with my friends in a new place and I'm sitting like cool guys and they're like all on their phones, you know, and I'm not, you know, I'm not trying to be like the guy. It's just like the thing that you notice when you don't have the thing anymore. I would be on my phone too. Well, it's like, yeah, it's being like the kid that doesn't have a Star Wars action figure and you're invited over to your friend's house to play Star Wars action figure and yeah. there's not one for you, so you just sit there and watch everybody else play it. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I mean, boil it down to its most simplistic thing because if everybody has their phone, like I know you, you would go into phone mode. I know. You're like, oh, we're doing the phone now. And you'd get yours we're out doing phone and you'd mode? be like, yeah, oh, yeah, cool. Mode. Yeah, we all, we all have important things to do. We just need our quick little, quick little bump, you know? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, comment. But no, I don't know. It was cool, uh, and it was yeah, it was relaxing because it's kind of nice because not having a phone when everyone has a phone just like emits you from like all responsibility, like at all times. Like people are like, "Hey, do you know where the place is?" Nope. <laughs> no, I don't. Hey, uh, can you pay for this? I'm like, well, that I can do. But I'm not going to – I'll pay for something with my card, but I can't Venmo you. You know what I mean? So I'll just pay for it or whatever. Oh, see, I just – I'm just old. That's so weird. Like, I don't even have – I don't have Venmo. Well, it's a thing. I guess that, I like, should get it probably. I mean, it's it's fine. Uh, you know, it's – it's um or like, you know, hey, like what time does the show start tonight? <laughs> Couldn't tell you. Yeah. You know? Uh, all these things where – it's just kind of nice, you know, uh, just having no responsibility. Basically being like a, a human, like, pet, you yeah. know, that people no, sort I of take see, around. Sure. And they're like, yeah, we're going to bring you and everything. And I'm like, where are we going? You're like the guy that's hanging out with the guys that actually fly the Enterprise on Star Trek. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're not yeah. a, you don't have a communicator. You don't no. got any of the shit. You're just like a dude <laughs> that, like, is on a colony or something. You're just like, yeah. oh, we got to fly you up to the ship so you can go to this conference and stuff. And then... We're going to take your ass fucking back down to the thing. And cool. you're just like, oh, can we go? Can I go to the bathroom now? Is yeah. Where's the bathroom? <laughs> is there going to be food there? Right. That's yeah, all. I'm... Yeah. And, you know, there and, is? Okay. Yeah. And they're just like, okay, we're just going to uh, escort him yeah. to do what it is. And then we'll drop him back in Simpleton. Yeah. And, and he'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's kind of beautiful. It, it is beautiful. I and I'm imagine, like trying to figure out a way to keep it going. I imagine eventually people will. Um, learn how to twist that around and take advantage of you in in important ways. You think like, so? Are you sure that you sure that the movie's down that hallway? You know, like <laughs> yeah, it's right down there. That's yeah. Trust me, I got <laughs> like, what it says on the phone. Meet me at this intersection or whatever. You know, right? Like, What's going on there? You know. Well, because yeah. um, one thing, um, I don't know if you had a topic for tonight or anything like or any mm. like a, a big thing because I've crazy. got kind of like um, speaking of um, days beforehand uh, the phone let me let me grab it here just real quick okay days but oh he's he's getting up he's going to the library over here in our compound he's consulting our massive library and he's pulling out a book and boy does it look like a book I can't quite make out what it says Getting all right. In, in, in the days before the internet, I was a big collector of like just um, kitchen sink press stuff and just um, underground press stuff. And this is one of the classics of that genre. And oh, it's the cool. book called Getting Even The Complete Book of Dirty Tricks. 
by George Hayduke. Interesting. And it's all um, questions about how you can go through and um, get people, get, get revenge, revenge on people. Revenge? You know, in any number of ways. Cool. You know what I'm saying? Um, revenge is cool. But again, this is before the internet. Um, the internet. So um, let me just find like a kind of a... Because I feel like most revengeances or whatever now, most vengeance is enacted on the internet nowadays. Yes, and it's also easily tracked. Yeah. Like everything has got like a footprint that it didn't have right. it, it, when, this, when this book was written. Right. And there's a certain beauty to it. Um, all right, so here, here's, here's a chapter called Cars. Just how to get people. Okay, here this one's really kitty Halloween time, but it does work. A bunch of old nuts and bolts placed into the wheel well behind the hubcap will make the mark think his or her car is falling apart. It's worth the minor harassment, of course, and works outstandingly well with high-strung non-mechanical types who uh, absolutely panic at car noises. Yeah. You can get a little heavier than Halloween by removing a hubcap from your mark's car wheel. It, and loosening or removing or removing the lug bolts sooner or not much later, the wheel will simply roll off the car. Damn. Moving up the escal <laughs> moving up the escalator oh, of nastiness. Yeah. You could probably fill your mark's whole body with adrenaline if you placed a split shot sinker of the type used by fishermen on the accelerated cable of his or her vehicle. Wiley Seymour, a top mechanic, suggests you extend the cable, then place the lead, the, the lead weight on the extended on the extended portion, which effectively blocks it from returning. This means the vehicle's throttle will run wide open. It's a nasty version of the Jackrabbit start. So, like, you know, the minute they turn on the car and put it in a drive, it just starts accelerating and it doesn't stop. That's <laughs> so crazy. <laughs> From choking up to locking up is hardly a quantum experience. The new miracle glues are impregnable when squirted into car door keyholes. Nothing short of a locksmith can repair this low-risk attack. If you if you hit just before the Mark's family vacation, leave the car door locks alone and hit the trunk lock. With any luck, they'll never notice until they're miles from home. A refinement of simply putting a super glue or epoxy in the car's various locks is to take any old key that will vaguely fit into the lock cavity, insert it, and then twist it rapidly back and forth until the key breaks off, stuck in the lock. Now it is time to squirt the glue into the lock. The job is more permanent and more costly to repair. And then that, there's another like seven pages cool. of car stuff. Wow. And then you can go after charities. You can go after cheese cheese yeah I'll, I'll read that that's a short one it's <laughs> tried and true but i bet you haven't heard of it since you were a kid this one came from alabama the old limburger cheese on the muffler of a new car trick the exhaust manifold works well too as this as a surface for a cheese spread if you can simply place some of the main substance behind a radiator in a home or office once it's burned on the smelly sour effect can last for weeks despite oh, robust cleaning efforts whoa yeah. Cool. Let's check it out. Yeah, I want to check this out. Is there a way of like getting back at X's and stuff like that? Oh my god, yeah. Explosives. Yeah, environmental rapists. Whoa. That's actually pretty cool. Drugs. Dirty old men. 
Delivery of consumables, credit cards, contractors, computers. Wow. This is fucking cool. It's a little... It's like a borderline um, anarchist cookbook. Yes, yes, it's got some of that. Too, you know, because sure. like, yeah. there's stuff in here that could like probably hurt someone pretty bad oh yeah i mean those are definitely like if you like remove somebody's lug nuts like they may lose a tire and die <laughs> yeah you know exactly what I'm saying? like that's what not if just they're like, on the highway right yeah you know that's definitely dangerous pornography buy some really sleazy skin magazines ones featuring kitty porn what where do you get that? animals <laughs> etc Use an IBM typewriter and some pressure-sensitive mailing labels to prepare phony address labels in your Mark's name. This is a good one. Place them on the porno magazines. You can start by leaving a few magazines in doctor's or dentist waiting rooms, (laughs) Sunday school reading rooms, and the periodical shelves of your local library. The public will think your Mark is passing along his used literature. You might also get some paste-over <laughs> copyright stickers printed with your Mark's name and address. Buy some raunchy porno. I love how he says, really sleazy. <laughs> like, like I was thinking, like, ooh, like BDSM. And he's like, no, like child pornography. Yeah. I'm like, whoa, dude. <laughs> or bestiality. Yeah, that's pretty sleazy. Uh, it's pretty sleazy. Yeah. Um Buy some raunchy porno, put the stickers in somewhere on the title area, then take the goods to local grade school and junior high school areas and sell them to the children. What? Yeah. Whoa, this book is wild, dude. It's a different world, dude. Do this only once. If you do get caught, swear the mark paid you to distribute his pornography. He just... You're still going to jail yeah. for a long time. <laughs> was this but, written in like 1920, dude? Uh, look, check the copyright in the front of it. It, it was God. written in the 80s. I think it was written in the 80s, maybe this late late 70s or early 80s. Getting even. We've read the book, uh, or you know the story of Catch Me If You Can. Have you heard that? It yeah. was uh, 1994. That, oh, originally 1980. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds about right. This edition's from 94. Let's see. We got hookers, graffiti. <laughs> oh, yeah! Wow. What about cheese? Yeah, you why don't you pick one and read it to Ch- the folks? Child abuse, forgery. Um. Let's see. What do we got? See if there's one for musicians. I know. I I was looking for that. Uh, marriage. Let's check out marriage. Okay, that might be a really long one, but you can read read some of it. Read some of it. It'd probably be like cars. It seems like there's enough where there's a few there's enough ways. To there's buckle. one category just for Richard M. Nixon. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, medical, media, marriage. All right. Carol Sludge and a friend decided they should stage manage an entire wedding for a mark. I like how he uses the word mark, too. <laughs> hey, he's a mark. Yeah. <clears throat> stage manage an entire wedding for a mark. So they did. She handled the gown and the bridesmaids' goodies, and he did the sartorial bit for the men. Sartorial bit. They got invitations and arranged for a church. 
a reception hall, a caterer, and an orchestra. They did it all in the name of the Mark and his fictitious spouse-to-be. They chose a time when the Mark was on vacation to send out invitations for the Sunday the Mark was due back in town. Everyone showed up for the ceremony, everyone but the bride and groom. Guests were somewhat miffed, and merchants and others descended upon the Mark in his place of business Monday morning, wanting to be paid for goods and services. Beyond that... What do you do, or what do you turn to after the standard old buns of wrecking the marriage ceremony have been batted around the bachelor party table? Here are some quickie suggestions brought to you by the Reverend Robbie Gayer. 1. Hire a woebegone lady with a young child to troop into the reception and confront the groom mark with the question of his continued child support payments. Payments. (laughs) Two, hire an outstandingly healthy young wench who is just brimming over with sensual physical charm. She should cause heads to turn if she's costumed correctly as she vamps up to the groom mark and plants wet soul kisses on him, cooing, Don't forget our past, love, and when you're tired of the little girl next door, you know where to find me. As she leaves the stage, whispers, Last night was just super. Don't be a stranger. You're too much man for that. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Three, call the church office before the ceremony and say that a crazed ex-lover of the bride plans to destroy the reception. That's (laughs) a good one. That is a good one. Just as the reception begins, arrange (laughs) to have many M80s or grenade simulators exploded. (laughs) Four, consider bringing additives into play with the punch and the food. (laughs) Drug the whole wedding, yeah. Five, hire someone grief-stricken at the loss of the bride or groom to messily and dramatically attempt suicide at either the what? ceremony or the reception. What? Just hire someone you know, to do that. I want you to. I'm, I'm going to pay you fifty bucks to go try to kill yourself <laughs> yeah. at this wedding. Yeah, you don't have to actually kill yourself, but definitely try. <laughs> Make it seem like you really want to. Okay. Be sure Ooh. to have associates to carry the victim out quickly for medical attention. Okay. Mm. All right. There you go. Hire someone to become physically sick during the ceremony or the reception. With luck, you can get a member of the wedding party to do this. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, seven, use many additives in the groom Mark's drinks during the prenuptial bachelor party. Okay. Eight, hire someone to slowly and dramatically flash the minister from the back of the church (laughs) while everyone else is facing the front. This also works well if there is a singer in the choir balcony. Try upset him or her during a song. (laughs) (laughs) That's my favorite one because that's just fun. Yeah, a lot of these. I forgot how extremely (laughs) illegal a lot lot of these are. are, You know, are terribly uh, criminal. You know, yeah, it was just a freer world back then. I (laughs) guess to think that, like, oh, you know, we'll just go put some additives. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. additives. We just we just spike the old punch. You know, (laughs) Uh, look, Grandma Cheryl's having a great time. Uh, Call the state police or the drug enforcement people and give them a complete description of the car that will carry the bridal couple on the honeymoon. (laughs) Report that the couple and the car are really dope mules, that is, couriers of the drug trade. That's a good one. Wow, this this is great. I mean, this is just a great read in general. Yeah, no, it is endlessly entertaining for sure. It's a veteran trickster. I just, I wish I could understand how one becomes a veteran trickster, like as a, a job, you know. Yeah, I yeah. think that that's like a, I don't know, like a, he's probably like a just a dirty tricks guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't get yeah. mad. Get even. 
It's a humorous compilation, so it's supposed to be funny, and it is it is hilarious. Man, I like this. Most of this stuff is yeah, pretty I, mean. Though. I think that that's how they got up. away with actually like pu- being able to publish it is sure. to say that it is like all comedy. Yeah, but the shit is really like thought through. Like, and here's how you make like the car so it can't like decelerate. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, Yay. yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. What a funny joke. Yeah. You just put this. You know, I'm sorry. I don't, it, I don't know. It's very technical at times. It breaks into like. Be careful about this. You know, don't give away kitty porn twice at the same high school. <laughs> right. You know, like, careful. Like, uh, careful. <laughs> and if you do get caught, uh-huh. you know. Yeah, lie. Just, yeah, make sure just stick to this lie. <laughs> you know, like, holy shit, man. Yeah, wow. this is pretty This wow. is pretty interesting. I want to, what, what's his Richard Nixon section? Because he had a whole Richard Nixon. We're back. Yeah, we- I think they're all in alphabet. Yeah, restaurants, railroads. Uh, rats. Sleepy time. I don't even want to know what sleepy time is about. Hey. Maybe it's under Nixon. Oh, yeah, probably. Stupid Dewey Decimal System. I don't know if they, he's really using the Dewey Decimal System. Richard M. Nixon. All right. It's short. All right, let's do what it is. Richard Nixon has all the charm and warmth of an obscene Christmas card. (coughs) Let's remember him always. For instance, whenever you are asked for your social security number for no good purpose to you, and when giving a false one will not harm you, give them Richard Nixon's number. It's the least we can do for all that he did to us. Richard M. Nixon's social security number is 567-68-0515. All right. Oh, that's pretty cool. That is pretty cool. He just gives out Richard Nixon's social security <laughs> number in the book. I wonder if like the president's um, social security number is just like a matter of public record. I, probably. Probably. At that point, it's like I think it's got to be because mm-hmm. you know people are going to find it, right? Yeah, I would think. I mean, they've got to if they're looking at tax records and stuff. That yeah. you can't. When you're that famous, you can't keep that shit secret. You can't I don't keep think. it secret, no. And people are auditing you so often that if there's anything funky going on with your social security no- number, you probably find out about it yeah. pretty quickly. Very true. And plus, like anyone who had access to it when you were a private citizen at that point will probably end up, you know, selling it or something. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, I think anything. I mean, anything yeah. that, like, you know, someone you you like, for example, like I become president next week or whatever. Yeah. Like they're like at Starbucks and they're going through some old documents they're like, oh, there's some shit that like has stuff about Craig on it. Right. And we He's can just president. We'll just sell this to NBC. Yeah, this is probably News. valuable. Yeah. It, pro- it might be, you know, I'm our, exactly. who knows. Yeah. Well, that's fucking cool, man. Yeah. I thought you'd be in, you'd be interested. In I like that it. Out. Yeah. It's fun. It's hopelessly out of date. And that's what makes it awesome, though. Dangerously illegal. Yeah, very illegal. But I'm there are a couple. There are a couple good ones. There's dude. some good. I I want to go through that. The only you know? one that I ever did was I did take an ad out for someone that I still won't say, and um, said that they were having a garage sale, um, on Saturday and Sunday, and there were going to be new stuff both days. 
please come early and if we're not set up you just knock on the door and i said like antiques old firearms sports memory i mean all oh, shit. all the keywords yeah. that just bring every like 60, 60 year old junk collector out of the woodwork and be yeah. like Martha, we gotta get up at four thirty tomorrow and drive over there to McKinleyville oh, so we can get the first dibs on those antique copper pans. Damn. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Yeah. So Whoa. I'm sure that was an early morning weekend with lots of knocks on the door. Did you it wasn't know, do you just know like what happened? One. Did you hear? Did you get have any reconnaissance? Um I d I don't I don't know, no. Oh, that's it was kind of cool. like a going away. I was going away. You were going away. Yes. So, so I never away. really like, and it was truly like someone that like I did not like at all. Sure. And I um, I didn't want to ask about what, what had happened. You know, and it was like one of those right. things that the circles were such that if I would have just like, hey, how's it going? And oh, um, speaking of so and so, did you hear anything about what happened um, <laughs> last weekend with her? They'd be like, uh, do right. you know anything about them? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. so that's why I never, I never asked. For sure. But I can only imagine. Yeah, that's cool. You know, they may have gotten it like not published in the Sunday. You right. know, if they figured out that like someone had taken an ad out in their name in the newspaper it, under their address or whatever, mm -hmm. right? They could have maybe called the newspaper and said like that is our address. We're not doing this, right? But man, they published the Sunday paper on the same day. Like I don't know. I think I got at least. And see, that's a pretty fun, harmless. Just it's annoying. It's annoying. And it's clever. It didn't hurt anybody. I no mean, maybe hurt. some people got up and, and burned some gas trying to get over there to get their baseball yeah. cards. But, yeah. like, you know, yeah, those comic book fans, it's okay. They it's need, okay. It's okay. Get up in the morning. You have a little coffee. You go do something else. Yeah. You didn't get Spider-Man number two or whatever right. it was you thought you were going to get at that <laughs> yeah. garage sale. But you know what I'm saying? You'll be fine. Yeah. But I never would have thought of that. Oh, man. And, and that is, a, like, a very, like, in and out. Yeah. In and out, yeah. Just uh, and back when no, I, and back when I did that, it was you could totally like just make like a weird like extra email account on some like gaming site, right? You know what I'm saying? And then you could go and buy an ad in the local nickel paper or whatever through that that email, right? And just send them. You know what I'm saying? Just have all the information. Throw some money and a and whatever. Mm -hmm. It's so easy to do it. Yeah, man. Different times. Mm -hmm. Different times. But no more now. You'd get caught for that probably. They'd probably figure that. I'd be like, oh, I'd yeah. be like identity theft. Because I was stealing their identity and having a fake garage sale. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I, guess, I guess that's how they get fraud. Something. Harassment. It's I don't something. Know. It's something. It would be something. You'd, yeah. you'd probably get in trouble, but I don't know. I don't know that it would be much very successful because like, who reads the newspaper now, you know? You'd have to like have it on like a blog. That's You'd true. have to like have like yeah. a take out a Facebook ad. And then they got you. And then they yeah, got and you. Then they got you. They already got you. They already got you. They got. They got us. They we're, got us we're, all. We're talking about it just theoretically. Unless smash the phone. Or you don't got anybody. No, no one's got me. No one's got you. If you smash the phone, no, they still got you. Well, they got me, but the out. trail goes cold. It's starting to get like a, you're not you're not wiggling the web anymore. So they're right. just like, oh, what's going on? So now they've turned on the peripheries. Like it's interesting. Uh, like if you, my sister's never had a Facebook, right? I mean, ever, right? Yeah. 
and if I post a picture of her um, with me, like it knows from it, it knew from enough of the algorithms of like other relatives and all this sort of stuff of getting her that it got to the point that it would suggest her as a possibility of the person that I would um, tag in the picture. Weird. You know? Yeah, because it had learned it had learned who that was uh, through other people, yeah. and it has a whole like they're just waiting. Smash them, yeah. Smash them all. I did it. I feel better. I'm getting a new one tomorrow. Maybe you should do flip phone. I'm really debating it. I'm really debating. I'm going to see yeah. what my options are. How you know? basic you can go. Yeah, because. I'm just like, I don't need the maps. I can look up where I'm going beforehand like we all used to. Oh, I never use those maps, really. I mean, like, if the I can Google help maps, it, yeah, yeah, I guess I'm traveling out of... If I'm going someplace rural, maybe I will. When yeah, I when I, I want them, it doesn't work anyway. No, exactly. So, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, and uh, that's always... That's people's biggest one, though. They're like, what about the maps, though? They're like, yeah, social media. I agree. It's it's you know that's but but again, like when I went to when I went to Europe, everywhere I went in Europe, I like saved the map, and now I've got like this little box that has like all the maps of all the cities that I went to, and it's fucking cool. Yeah, you know, I mean, you do like look like somebody like please mug me when you pull out a big map and you're like, <laughs> where are we going next? There, you know, right. like you please hit me in the head and take my money, you right, know, sure. um, but. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's not like it's any harder than you can just... Everybody looks like that because they're always at their yeah, phone. On the phone, yeah. I mean, if you were just a mugger, you could just uh, you could just take people out in pop, one... Pop, pop, pop. Just yeah. in a little row. If you could do it quick, you could just like take a, take one out and nobody else will notice. Right, because they're on their phone. Take everything from that person, go to the next one, just knock yep. them on the head. Clink. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, seriously, on the train or something where everybody's wearing headphones and on their phone, like, you could just kill them one by one. Not that I think this when I'm riding on the train. But you can just kill them one by one. And if you did it right, the way they're all like trying not to make eye contact with each other and everything, like you could just clean the whole bit, the bitches out before they knew what hit them. Absolutely. And speaking of that, um, the song that I wanted to play, I thought that would be a fun thing to do because this is like one of the songs that I listen to while I'm not thinking those thoughts when I'm riding on the train. Of course. Because I've made like this mix called Walking Through Babylon, which is uh, just like depressing music I listen to (laughs) while I walk through. On your way to work. on a while I walk through Portland cool. and um, the song I want to listen to is by Diggy Dex you, I just want to hear what you think about it how does that, how is that spelled D-I-G-G-Y okay. space capital D-E-X Gescheiden Wagen Gescheiden Wagen Diggy Dex Gescheiden Wagen look at this weirdo Huh, he's like an, a popular artist. Huh. Yeah, it's 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 quite funky. Um Okay, cool. I, I guess mean, yeah. it's in the greater genre of what you do in that white boy shit. I guess you so. Know? But it's definitely on the other end of the rainbow, I would say. Like happy. No. Oh. No, just per, just kind of like moot not I don't know. This is here what do you think. I'm really interested oh, in hearing oh, you think. And, sorry, what's the song again? Uh Vegan. G E S C H E I D E N G E S C H E I W E G B 
En waardes bestaan ook niet voor niets Mijn visie ging van absoluut naar relatief Pas als je de andere kant kent zie je het perspectief Dus ik wil je zeggen dat ik snap wat je deed Misschien niet op dat moment maar achteraf des te beter Het vergt moed om die stappen te nemen Je verandert de buiten jezelf ook drie andere levens Toen je omgeving niet snapte wat je deed Durfde jij die stap aan om je hart te laten spreken Hey, ik kan het schuldgevoel niet bij je wegnemen Dat moet je zelf doen man Ik zeg je wat ik zelden doe Ik hou van je en ik weet dat jij hetzelfde doet Je blijft mijn moeder ook in tijden van problemen Ik ben volwassen nog je zoon voor het leven En ik leer mijn kinderen wat jij me leert om te denken De wegen zijn gescheiden Definitely somewhere else on somewhere else on the uh, old white boy, but um, yeah, very European, very side. European, yeah. Um, it no, it's cool. It reminds me like of that it. Tom York and um, DJ Shadow songs that they did, like "Rabbit in Your Headlights." It's kind of got yeah. that feel that kind of feel. The piano in it definitely has that, like when the piano bleeds out, that you know, kind of yeah. the way they record it. Totally. Um, I have no idea what they're talking about. It's kind of nice, though. It is kind of nice. It's kind of soothing, you know. I wonder what he is talking about, because it's very vocal forward, and I, that would probably change the entire I song. Kinda, you yeah, know? I kind of don't want to know. Right. You know. Yeah. Because it does, like, the vocal kind of works enough without knowing it. You know, it's kind of it's kind of cool in the sense that it's like, just, like, weird. It's just German. Well, apparently like, it's from the Netherlands. Netherlands. Yeah. It's Dutch. All right. Dutch, yeah. Yeah, so. Because I was like, this, whatever he, this is a weird-ass language he is talking right, right now. Right. He's speaking. But, um. I swear to God, like, in the Netherlands, like, there are times after you're there for a while that you just, like, start to, like, oh. Just, like, you just, like, pick up, like. They'll say something oh, yeah. and be like, oh, I understood that. I understood that because it's so close. To English? Or yeah. To, oh, yeah. Yeah. No, I was reading through some of the song titles and, and yeah, there's some words in there. Or they'll maybe just sub in English words in some of the song titles. You yeah. Know, but, yeah, it seemed like I could figure out what they were talking about. Yeah, for sure. Second. For sure. Um, Very close, I think. But that's cool. It was a lot, like, more somber. Uh Mm-hmm. than I was anticipating because all of his pictures are very like it's him being like yeah like just uh-huh. cheesing you know and just... I haven't really checked out anything else by him so I don't really? really know yeah he's got some big songs he's still releasing music he's 41 he's got two kids and he's just like hey I'm this and I don't really remember how this song got on my oh no I 
I have checked out some of his other stuff. Um, yeah. And it is, I guess, maybe a little bit more. It gets a little bit more like '90s um, hip hop dancey, I guess. But it's always got like this kind of dark European kind of um, thing to it. Cool. I mean, it's dark, but it's like '80s dark. You know, it's like yeah. it's like I wear my sunglasses at night, but it doesn't really get much more edgy than that. Right, but it yeah. looks tough in a leather jacket. Gotcha. You know, we don't want to test that metal too much but you know yeah it's kind of that kind of tough and it's interesting because i went into the spotify for artists or sorry the uh the, the related artist thing on spotify oh yeah uh-huh. and it just unlocks this whole world right. of like european rappers who literally are just big in europe right like i've never heard of one of these groups but they're all like well established like european rappers you know what yeah. i mean and uh, yeah, just uh, it's cool. I've never listened to any of that shit. Oh, there's some of them that are quite good. There's I'm this sure. song, um, "My Nikes," which is really cool. Cool. I can't remember who um, who did that one. Yeah, no, I made this mix once because I was way into Deantward, you know. So right. like, I was kind of like doing the the um, ma- uh, mouse hole thing, yeah. like with the Spotify thing, and it kind of led me into like. Dutch and um, German and European rappers. Cool, you know. So like that, uh, Jack, um, Jack, Jack Perro. You know, he um, he's a other South American guy. Okay, um, he's been on some Deantward tra- tracks and stuff. Um, I don't have it up here, but um, yeah, it's just interesting. Like it really makes me think about the whole Spotify, just the way Spotify works and how we find music now. Like. All that needs to happen is you give me one suggestion, right? Mm-hmm. And then it like unlocks this whole thing that now I can check out, which before there would have been. It's not like, I don't know that Spotify's trying to keep me away from it, but just with the way the algorithm works, it's like we can even give you more of what you know and more of right. what we know you like, you know? Yeah, and now that you've listened to one whole track of that, and God help you if you would have put like a, a if you'd like that track that right. you just listened to. Yeah. Like, because now then your weekly mix would always, for like at least the next month or so. Right. Because now I'm paying and they, right. ca- and they care. They care. They care about you, You're, right? Yeah. Don't you get They're some... wrong. They're terribly wrong yeah. most of the time. But yeah. the, actually, the weekly news stuff is pretty cool. Yeah. It's mostly, sadly, like, they always err on the side of, like, well, we know that you like Bridge Over Troubled Waters, and right. we know that you like Aretha Franklin, so we're going to give you Aretha Franklin singing Bridge Over Troubled Waters. Yeah, yeah. Or, like, <laughs> here, or just, it's mostly covers of famous songs that I listen to, like, on my right the, the the mix at work yeah it's still figuring you out i think yeah i mean because same with me like it's they go with the safest bet right. at least now which sucks because like and i can't help but think that that is because all the major record labels have equity in spotify at this point to where it's like now it's they're just pushing the biggest stuff like there's a priority yeah. uh-huh. now sure you know, and we're all signed now. Even if you're not signed, you're signed, baby. Yeah. You're just not making any money off it. Like, none at all. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's interesting how it works because I, I'm pretty sure they all bought into Spotify. Yeah. I think to use Spotify as a marketing tool now, you have to be part of the, like, music establishment. If you're, like, bands right. that are beyond, below a certain thing, they have to get their listeners other places and then... 
right. those listens will just materialize on Spotify. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah. Because people listen to music on Spotify. They but they use got it. they got to find them on Bandcamp, or they got to right. find them on YouTube, or they right. got to find them wherever they find them, and then they'll listen to them. Right. But like they're not going to find them by listening to anything on Spotify. Right. Unless Spotify, unless you really back that fucking algorithm into a corner, then it'll start like, oh, maybe try Grim Salvo mm-hmm. or whatever. Right, right, but you yeah. can tell that they've got like um, Grim Salvo actually comes up if you start looking at like other bands that are close but i think they're all like grouped in this like hidden yeah it's still very compartmentalized it's it's a lower chamber of the cave oh yeah no it's vastly lower like and it's it's funny because within it there's still people who can carve out you know somewhat of a career or a living i mean who we'll see how long sure that is you know how long that lasts but you know there's still a but to support yourself for any period of your life at all through your music, yeah, um, is you know re- relatively admirable. Sure, totally through you know. through art in general, it's fucking not easy. And usually, if you're trying to support, your, it feels like if the more you try to support yourself with it, the wor- the harder it is, or something where it's like, you know, like well, I mean, you turn things into a job. Well, yeah, you turn things into a job, but then there's the higher likelihood that you're going to, because you're thinking about it, you're approaching it with that mentality, you're going to start making art for other people, which ironically, a lot of the times people like less, you know, or it's like you'll, you'll start to think of like, well, I need the money now. Mm -hmm. So what are people going to like? Even more than the last yeah. thing. Whereas before you were making something, you're like, fuck, you know, I hope people like it. Wouldn't that be cool? But also, I'm the only one who knows about it or anything. And yeah. so now it's just. Well, I, I think it's, 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 you're right and then you're wrong. Because, like, I think that there is the sellout and they call it the sellout for a reason because more right. people will like that new. Like, dumb it down. You know what I'm saying? We're yeah. doing something that, like, all the core people like. We're just going to make it a little bit more accessible. Right. And then everybody's going to like it, but everyone's also going to get tired of it in, like, six months. Right. And then we don't have a career anymore. Right. That's what always happens. Right. And the ones that stick to their guns and keep the original people happy mm-hmm. and just hope that society and tastes change right. to make their... Well, basically, they just wait until they're, like, in their late 30s or 40s before they make it because, like, they're probably ahead of their time, but eventually everything catches up, and then all mm-hmm. of a sudden they're a classic right. where they couldn't sell out a fucking show at the prime of their, you know, the sure. prime of their time. Yeah. You know, like, Bowie couldn't sell out all the time. You know what I'm saying? Like, Bowie mm-hmm. was not someone that sold out all the time sure. um, when he was doing all the stuff that he's most iconic for. Right. And... um people forget that shit you know it took like yeah. it took him a long time to get to be that person yeah and he was and it, it was lucky that like society zigged in a certain way rather than zagged or like you know mm-hmm. he would have ended up as 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 nothing right you know but instead we turned out to just really Davey love Jones. like uh queers from space now queers from space it's, and and <laughs> it just kept getting it kept getting better for him you know what i'm saying yeah totally yeah and then yeah that last album was sick as fuck dude yeah black star is a great great fucking yeah. album. yeah yeah 
So cool. Well, yeah. Thanks for showing me that. That was cool. Yeah. No, it's a cool. It's a cool genre. Yeah. And seriously, check out that like my Nikes and um, God. There's another one that is just fucking banger. I'll have to get on my old um, Spotify account and check yeah. it out. I'm gonna try to dig my way through some of this stuff now. Yeah. Just because there's so many artists, and I think I'm in getting into that point where um, I want to start just consuming more art. Uh huh. You know. Because, like, when I'm, like, making a bunch of stuff, I don't really listen to a bunch of stuff. Sure. And then I kind of take a break from that. And then uh-huh. I, like, l- try to listen to a bunch of new stuff. Yeah. So. Yeah, that'll be that'll be definitely new. Yeah, it'll be new. Yeah. It'll be interesting. It super varies. You know, they never, I can tell. They never quite kicked a couple things in Europe like they kicked yeah. the United States. Yeah. And I don't think Trap ever truly got, um, I don't know, it is now. But yeah. it took it long took longer to go take hold, and it takes longer for like that dance uh, EDM mm-hmm. thing. It's just always they love their clubs, man. Fucking, their dance clubs, yeah, it's always right there. Yeah, they love even that one could have totally like you just add like an EDM yeah. beat and like, <laughs> and I'm sure there's a remix of like every song that guys ever did yeah. that is all EDM. Yeah, probably, and they love it. Yeah. Those goofy-ass Europeans. Yeah. But if you make it big over there, they'll make EDM out of Grim Salvo. I think that's why they like it a little bit is because we do have some EDM vibes. Right. With Jeremy producing, it's like that's his bread and butter, you know? Yeah. But that and, like, it could be the opposite, you know, where it's like we can't understand this. And so we're just like, ah, it just it works, though, you know? It could be the same with that. Where, I mean, oh, I'm I mean, sure pretty much that's how I am with most of your of the, your stuff too. I yeah, can, I can't understand. Yeah, it. people who speak English can't understand. I it. can't understand it, but it works. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I get. I mean, I definitely get more than I do when someone's speaking an entirely different language. That's good. But I mean, like only like twenty, thirty percent. Yeah, not a lot. <laughs> not a lot. Yeah, not a lot. Which is cool. I like that. You know. Yeah. No, it works. I mean, that's that's how it. That's how it should. I mean, it just. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. But um. Yeah, this is fucking cool. You're not a lyrical. You're not lyrical rappers, really. Uh, Patty's pretty lyrical, and I'm like less lyrical, uh, but I don't know. It's just it's more of a full. I don't know. Like yeah. the music is less. The music's a way bigger portion than like most lyrical rap. Right. Like say like the Far Side or something that's like a lyrical oh, like sure. that type of thing. Like, no, it's not. You like are that. not that. No, no, no. Neither of you are that. No. It's more of like a mood. It's a mood it's attitude a sort thing. of yeah. rap rather than um, like a virtuosity rap thing. Right. No. Which you could, unless you're Eminem and you're white, you can't get away with that. Yeah, no. You got to be like really like good. You got to be real good. Like it's a particular kind of good. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. You can't do like auction calls. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's impressive and that's right. fast and if like you made that rhyme somehow yeah. like that would be like the fastest weirdest shit ever and yeah. I'm sure that there are some like country, oh, country rapper people. Yeah. but um, it's not gonna it's not gonna get mm. you where you wanna go you're not gonna get your your big house on the lake in Michigan right I don't know yeah I, I'm sure we'll I'm sure we'll progress into something more like that you know I think it's gonna get more stripped down as far as all the vocal layers go and everything and I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, I think that you're probably gonna have to figure out like a 
uh, streamlined production. Maybe. Yeah, definitely. Just get more comfortable in that space and just yeah. go faster, hopefully. Yeah, hopefully crank out more stuff quicker. Right. Yeah. Well, well, when mastery goes up and like the care, the callousness sorts of like kicks in, there, there'll mm-hmm. be a, like a sweet point that you want to ride. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Right right now, you're just very neurotic. Yeah. And you're still like going this way. You know, right. could all like tumble into nothing at any moment. You know, right. so you're still there. You have to get to the point where you count on it enough to become kind of bored a mm-hmm. little bit and mm-hmm. kind of resentful of having to do it. Mm-hmm. And so that that gives you like you realize it's still a gift, right. but you're enough resentful against having to fucking engage in this gift anymore because mm-hmm. you're so tired of having worked so hard to make it mm-hmm. that you just want to go like drive your nice car that you can finally afford or do whatever it is that mm-hmm. you want to do. You right. know, yeah. Um, so you're a little bit angry. So you're just ready to be fucking done. Right. But you're still like kind of glad that you're there. Right. See, but that sounds That's like... where you want to be, just forever. Glad that you're there, but just ready to be done. Ready so, to be done, yeah. Right, so you, you appreciate it enough to get out, put out quality product, right? but you don't go so, like, neurotic or overwork it, you like know, you trying have, to make everybody to happy because yeah. you're confident enough that you know you're going to make everybody happy. Right. And then just change it when you really feel like you want to change it. Yeah artistically yeah totally at that point you yeah. know what i'm saying because you've, you've like already got your audience yeah just don't piss them off until like you don't you get callous enough that you're like hey you know maybe we're gonna make it like more like like a latin rhythm right and everyone's like oh god no yeah right oh like grim salvo gets married let's put out grim <laughs> let's put out grim salvo gets married gets gaming <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> We're we're not just right. getting married, Grim folks. Salvo we're getting gay married. specifically gay married. <laughs> yeah, the bride. And then you'll the just groom. engage that plan. Okay, we're getting too comfortable as rock stars. Yeah. It's time to engage. We're time Grim, to get time to Grim get gay Salvo married. Get gay married. Yes, indeed. Well, <laughs> uh, you know that's always going to be our backup plan. Once things start to, you know, fizzle out and you know, right after you've start. already kind of like. Pete crested the wave, mm-hmm. and before you just you don't want to just ride into obscurity. Right, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. You want to do something that is a you need to make a, a splash, a big gay, a big gay splash. splash. Yeah. Big, <laughs> We're gonna make a big gay splash at the end. That's right, a big gay splash. Like those guys <laughs> that train the um, that train the tigers in Las Vegas. Yeah, wait. <laughs> didn't they oh get, yeah, didn't they get married before they got murdered? I thought that they were always just gay. Well, they're always gay, but I think they finally oh. got married. Oh, Siegfried and Roy? To each other, oh. and then they got attacked by they tigers. Got eaten. Yeah, he got <laughs> dragged away, didn't he? Yeah, he got, Did he yeah, die? I think he got killed by the tiger, yeah. Whoa, in front of a live audience? I don't know if it was like practice or when it was. I don't Fuck. know what was going on. That's so fucking... <laughs> it, sh- it shouldn't be funny, but it... It's funny. Dude. It's funny. <laughs> in a dark way, but... Yeah, just like and I, I don't know. Just a tiger tamer for forty years. Yeah. Gay or not gay, dressed sure. like a brachi or not. You right. know, like it doesn't matter. You know, like eventually, like a tiger's just gonna like. You know one what I'm day it's gonna just be like, right. ah, I'm hungry. There's like a one in a hundred chance, even if you're super careful, that a tiger is going to like smack you and break your neck. Yeah. I mean, they could just, just hit when it's you, playing around hit you once and it breaks your fucking spine yeah. or something. You know. Yeah. And if they get mad and they just bite you, like they bite your neck and you're done, dude. Right. It's done. Right. 
And I think that's what happened to him. Is that one of them just hit him like in the right spot, Got and it was neck. just like, yeah, yeah, you're done. Damn, that's brutal, man. Yeah, it's a, it's a metal way to go. S- Siegfried and Roy. Did one of them die? What did? Yes, yeah, Siegfried died. Uh, but of pancreatic cancer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> at shit. eighty-one. Okay, so maybe um, maybe it was Roy. Oh, it's seventy-five. From oh, is this a video on YouTube? Is he still alive? Oh no, he d- he Roy Horn died of COVID. So nobody died of a, to- of a tiger no! attack? No! What? I'm glad I looked this up. Weird. There was a tiger attack, I though. I remember that. Yeah, I think he survived, though. Oh. And then, like, dragged him a little bit. Uh-huh. And, like, it was, like, gonna... Fu- it fucked him up. Oh, okay. I but check he this out. He he suffered complications from coronavirus. It's always complications. Did he also COVID. have, like, a big tiger fucking bite? He might have. That might have been the complication. No, they probably got rid of the tigers ever since. The yeah, big, the put them down. Yeah, put them down. <laughs> Make them into suits and wear them. No, I'm sure they did put the one down that bit them. Oh, for sure, yeah. yeah. No, you don't You don't get to bite fucking Roy. <laughs> All right, and, and live. <laughs> Who do you think you Damn are? Damn it, I kind of thought, I thought for a long time. I mean, since the last, I mean, I don't know where I got that mixed up that he died. Maybe I just never heard what happened that he was like. I think I, he got attacked. Let's I probably see. saw the news, the news thing that um, they he got attacked and bitten by a tiger and that he was in the hospital or something. I was like, ha ha. And I never looked at it ever again. And I just assumed that he died from being bitten by a tiger. Yeah, it was in 1985. Tiger grabs Roy Horn by the neck as staff try to help. <laughs> See, I had a lot of details. I had a lot of details there. I you wasn't did. trying to be a total liar there. You bit him in the neck. Bit yeah. him in the neck. Yeah, it was just kind of piecing together parts of things. Simpsons has, I, I remember what cartoon it is. They do a lot of uh, like uh, the the guys getting attacked by tigers. Yeah. I remember. Like, yeah. It's pretty great. Yeah. That's pretty that is pretty great. So, um, but you know, he died of just COVID. That's fine. COVID got a lot of them. It really did. Yeah. Got a lot of people. But it totally eradicated the flu. It did. Isn't that nice? I told you about that. Yeah. Thing. yeah. Well, someone else. I'm not going to get into Someone, it. I think. Maybe you, no, I, I think it was you, but I'm just around other people who are you know, talking about that as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Got rid of the flu. I was talking to, um, gosh, I don't know if I should say this, but. Mindy has COVID. Oh really? She got she got vaccinated and then she has COVID. Why are all the people getting vaccinated getting COVID? I just think you get COVID. Slip. Like I think you're gonna the, get it. I the guy from Corey, I, the Corey Taylor from Slipknot has COVID and he got vaccinated. Yeah. Like you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. I think. Right? I think. Well, I think. Sometimes. I want. Like I don't want it, but I I would. You I, might have already had it. Yeah. You should go get the test. I should see. get the antibodies. Get test. a vaccine. Why not? Fuck it. I mean, if you want it, I think that seems to be seeming more like likely. To How to get it? Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. for sure, get some of it. Yeah. Get a little taste. I think it's fine. I think it's fine. I really think I'm going to try to get all three, and that's just going to really. <laughs> just keep getting I'm it. just going to be so protected because, like, you know, if I can just hopefully just keep getting the shot, you know, so it's at least like once a month, you know. <laughs> 
I don't know. Because you're going to have to I, get the boosters. They're recommended now. like every three months now, I think. Every three months. Every every six months. And I'm, I'm, yeah. that excites me because I love needles. And Are you afraid of needles? Is that really? No. Is that a thing? No, I'll get my okay. blood drawn and you know what? I'll look at it too. I'll be like, yeah, like I'll watch it go in. You know? Okay. But no, I was just that would be a, that that would have a- added a new shade of sure. thing on the whole thing of yeah. wanting to. I'm surprised my sister got it though, because she was historically afraid of needles. Right, you know what I mean. Like I could hear her screaming from the waiting room when I was a kid. Like no, no, you know, huh? Yeah, like afraid of needles. Wow. And I was always I don't know. I'm thinking back, and I'm like, it's a smart kid, you know. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, human, you see that, and you're like, no, I don't want it. And they're like, you're getting it. It's yeah, time to start I mean, freaking like, out. But that's how, that that's just the way that, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. mom's like, it's okay. And the doctor's like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. It's going to hurt. Mm-hmm. You know, like, yeah. don't be a little fucking shit. Don't be a little shit. bitch. Yeah, no, she was you a, know, she you was need a to shit. Get, you have to get this shit. so you don't get sick. I think that's right. what my mom told me. Exactly. And then, like, it sucks. I think I even cried, like, the first, probably the few times. Sure. I remember crying even when I was, like, five or six years old. Four yeah, five, when you see that like thing that. for the first time, you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. It was always, like, when it when it would, like, poke, poke me. You. I'd be like, ow. You know, yeah. and then I'd be like, oh, for some reason. And, but, like, um, I don't know. Like, screaming from the other room, like, that seems a little phobic oh yeah yeah totally sure. phobic yeah. yeah so i'm surprised that she got it but maybe she didn't she's lying that would be fucking hilarious that would be so cool oh my yeah, no, god I'm sure, I'm sure she just got over her fear of needles yeah you're probably right yeah um but yeah it's funny they're it's trying to bribe me at work they're trying to bribe me at work they are yeah huh it's like a uh oh! I don't know if I should have this in there. You know, but are they gonna get you tickets to ZZ Top? <laughs> That's what they should have done if they really wanted to bribe me. You know, hey, I hear a ZZ Top is coming to town. <laughs> Either that's just how I imagine a ZZ gonna Top. Be, gonna be a real hot show, right <laughs> yeah. There. It's gonna be real hot. It's gonna be real hot show over. Good. Might, might I interest you <laughs> in some tickets to ZZ Top? <laughs> Just like, dude, when did the when did the Oregon State Legislature turn into like a greasy like back alley Italian no, that's, panhandler? That's Wyoming. Oregon uh, thinks that like, oh well, if you get your vaccine, we'll put you in a lottery, and yeah. somebody will win a million dollars. Hey, you could, hey, you could win a million dollars. <laughs> You ever yeah. thought about what you might do with a million dollars? Yeah, it's fucking, it's weird. And then other people are like, hmm, we'll give you, let's say, $400 plus another 50 on each paycheck. Yeah. You know? And everyone else, they're getting it. This guy over here, he just bought himself a new pair of headphones. <laughs> so you could get it Yeah, dope. no, they're trying to do that. Yeah. And hey, it w- wouldn't it be easier... Wouldn't it all, wouldn't all your troubles just go away if you just got it? Uh-huh. You're like, um, uh, th- you mean the troubles that you're exposing and all the me to? And all the hospitals are full of people that all wish that they'd got it. Right. And they didn't get it. And right. now they... Look at that. 
Yeah. Hospitals are full with the being they they up to capacity. Up they to are capacity. up to capacity. They're up to capacity just like they were last time. Yeah, we're not going to stop this, Spencer, until people don't die anymore. Right. So we're, we're trying to cure death. Okay. Seriously. We're trying to cure. I mean, like death. everything. Like we're going to start attributing all death to COVID. To COVID. Right. And as long as there's death, there's going to have to wear masks and right. lockdowns. So we're going to have to worry about the weakest most frail immune system in our society mm. and it's a little you, crack baby whatever it is we're gonna all have to live like we're whatever crack bubble babies. boy whatever bubble boy bullshit is making just barely making it yeah like we have to just boop, make sure boop, that 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 star stays burdened yeah we can't we can't it's not going to be that bad as long as I have my Netflix. I'll take an intravenous feeding and like poop tube. You know what I mean? It'll be fine. That's really what I want because I hate doing things and I hate life in general. And oh, you're just never going to work out my way. But yeah, yeah no, but... It, that's going to be a short deal. It's going to be a short deal because oh. it really is like this is seriously just going to sabotage the country in such a way that it is going to be irreparable and it's going to turn into because I really think that Portland is a couple of years ahead of the rest of the country mm. and like where we are now is going to hit middle America in another year or two mm. and um, and then it's just going to be who knows what we're going to be crazy you know, it's going to be it's, it's either going to be better here or worse it'll probably be better here i think it'll be better because people are going to be like fuck it you know like california and portland and all those places will get better and then everyone will migrate back to the places that they mm -hmm. had just moved out of yep you know and then the middle of the country will just fucking flush yeah flush for a decade or whatever it's been for us like five years of mm -hmm. down the hill how long has it been go heading downhill mm -hmm. three years four years I mean, since Trump, no, it's, well, yeah, since Trump, like it's been noticeable. But if you want to like paint a larger picture, it's, you know, since like 2011. Well, or even, yeah, if you want to pick up since 2000, if you want to pick a larger, I uh, guess I, I just as far as I'm aware of it, like. That was a big hump, like 2011, yeah. 2013. Like that, Portlandia, that the population boom of specifically mm -hmm. weird people and like the strange national hipster campaign that went on to get all of the fucking, the queers okay. and the fucking, just weirdos. the sickos. <laughs> they just get them all to move here, you yeah. know? Yeah, that and was then it. you fucking, five years after that, you boom, and you make them all real pissed off. You know, you piss them all off a uh -huh. lot. Yeah. And it's like there's the most of them here in Portland. And so now we're experiencing like the acute effects of what seems mm -hmm. to be like a, a really well teed up, you know, right. thing. Little situation. We're going to make the drugs legal there. We're going to make all the shit legal there. We're going to, you know, and it's all going to be yeah. with this like righteous. Yeah. Sort and of now thing. The, now the drugs are all becoming legal throughout the middle of the country. And then all there's all, in, in every uh, high school, yeah. every high school, there are some super woke rebel dudes oh, that yeah. are in every high school. Right. And they're going to be the next generation of just, just intolerable. Oh, yeah. Just sure. intolerable. Yeah. But I think there's also going to be a huge reaction against everything, too. There's it's already, be, it's already happening. It's already it's happening. happening. So it's hard to say. Yeah. They're, they're quieter about it because they're playing the long game. You know what I mean? A lot of these people who are like done with right. it. 
And know. I don't think there's been enough actual change on the ground. Like you say, if you just stop paying attention to it, mm-hmm. like life can go on pretty much as normal. Still, yeah, I mean, to the not most, the to COVID the mask thing, but like, right, yeah. right, but I mean, like, you're not like constantly insulted by like the other side, right? You know yeah, totally. Like, you don't have to wear an armband and other people throw fruit and turds at you right. when you're walking down the street yet, right? If it gets to that point, then it will be a different thing. But right. like, most of people are just like, well, I'm just not watching mm-hmm. that that or that anymore, yeah. and I'm just going to go on with my it's life. It's like it doesn't exist, yeah, right? And then they're on their way, mm-hmm. and that's what most of the world's still doing, like especially since Biden. Totally. Both sides are doing that. But, like, the conservative side always wants to do that. Mm. You know, maybe, like, Fox News will be on at Grandma's house, but for the most pe- most part, those people are just worried yeah. about making money. And I love it. Right. Like, yeah. That's the part I love. Like, because, like, this whole, you know, and as a liberal guy in a lot of ways, you know, there's a lot I like about it, but I felt, I feel like I was sold a bill of goods. Like, basically... I was sold the opposite of what I was promised, you know, which is a lot of what seems to happen with that, you know, ideology. I think they took advantage of your good intentions and your good um, nature. Right. And they they manipulate your good nature and your willingness to. Exactly. Where it's like you sell imperialism as like cultural sensitivity. Right. You know, and so we need to make everywhere culturally sensitive so fucking carpet bomb them you know what i mean mm-hmm. and it's like oh that's the opposite of what you thought you wanted right or like let's um legalize all drugs like you're like i want to be a spiritually enlightened person so yeah. we should legalize drugs and if everybody already hates america we can continue to do all these horrible things around the world that people aren't gonna it's not like people are gonna hate us they already right. hate us they already hate and us we've already got all the power so right. we can just keep doing what we're gonna do right yeah so weird so if we got like people that really loved and were proud of our country somebody might hold us accountable so we mm. don't want that right right yeah because they're liable to actually be an issue. Right, because they'll care. Yeah, they'll care. They'll care that like we're relying on the Taliban's good nature in order to <laughs> let Americans get to the airport so we can fucking mm-hmm. fly them out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't fucking know anything about all it, that shit. I am kind of just like, you me, know let what? Let me just give you the brief thing. It's amazing. It's amazing. So like... We're gonna pull out of, of Afghanistan, right? That's Trump's fault. That was the that was the thing that he he wanted not his fault. I think we need to be out of Afghanistan, but he set a date. He said like, oh, we're gonna be out on this date, right? And of all the things that Biden didn't totally turn around that Trump did, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, we're gonna be out by this date. But instead of like kind of preparing to get out by that date and be like, <laughs> okay, we're gonna have everybody at the airport, he's like, yeah. like secure that sort of thing, what? right? And he didn't do any of that sort of stuff or, like, make any plans for any of the people that had spent the last 20 years, like, helping Americans um, live there. And they needed to get out, too, because, like, the Taliban was going to murder them when the Taliban took over. Right. And they had no idea that the Afghanistan army that we've put, like, a billion dollars into has no interest in fighting whatsoever. And they're just going to turn all of their weapons off over right. to the Taliban. Yeah, like we already we like these guys before. Um, so already. we didn't like really encounter any didn't really think about any of that sort of thing. Right. And sure enough, like the entire every time that we would pull even a little bit back anywhere the Taliban would take over that city or whatever and like, mm-hmm. well we got Kabul, we're fine. It'll be good for a month. 
and it was good for like less than a day and it's just seriously Saigon again. I mean, like, did you see? You haven't seen the footage or anything, but like, dudes literally like hiding in the wheels of like planes and falling from the sky. Like, tr- like it's crazy, dude. Yeah. Um, and just all sorts of Americans that are just still over there that have no way. No, it's I. It's a I, clusterfuck. That's a, that is an absolute clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. And when they interview Biden. He's like, well, they're like, well, what about the people falling out of the planes? And he's like, that was five days ago. Yeah. And the people are like, um, what? Yeah, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? He's got a point. That was five days ago. I mean, he's like, got a point. That's so much past. has happened. That's so, so much has happened. We're talking. We're doing a we're great talking, job. We're talking about right. We're talking about right now. All right. We're talking about right now, and and that that was five days ago. <laughs> I don't, even, I don't. I don't even remember five days ago. No, he really does it, and they're just, and and the and the news is turned against Biden. Like seriously, CNN, all of them are, because they're all run by the defense industry. All of the met networks are run by the defense industry, mm. and Biden has gotten us out of like the longest Biden, war ever. It's just like it, I don't feel like Bi- Biden is is a fucking. He's like marionette. He's, he's weekend at Bernie's. Yeah, he's he weekend can, at Bernie's. He, he can still talk a That's little bit. That's the whole point. And yeah. this whole thing, they do this. <laughs> they've done this before. They're going to do it again. It's the MO of you destabilize an area, right? Mm-hmm. And now we're going to mm, fund all the stuff, fund oh, no, the weaponry. They've already, they've already taken all of it. I mean, there was they, they left all the weapons that we had, all the, a big chunk of the weapons we had in Afghanistan. Right. The Taliban now have. Okay, cool. So so it's all there fine. we go. Yeah. But so now it's going to create some sort of reason for us to either go back because they're going to fight with a different country next door. Right. You know what I mean? Right. It, it, this kind of conflict, or, it or creates empi- money. Or our empire will fall. And then somebody else will have to go into Afghanistan and deal with the big clusterfuck of shit that they won't be able to ever deal with, too. Right. And then why are we doing? Why are we? Why would? Why do we? Do we ever even set foot there? You know. I don't know. It's weird. Afghanistan, like I was, I've said before, is like the the graveyard of empires, and like every great empire, almost without fail. Mm like signifies the end of their existence by going to a protracted war in Afghanistan and yeah. retreating very disgracefully and right. then within a period of years it's over with. Interesting. British, Russian, United States, China's never tried to do it, but China's gonna be the next one to do it. That's yeah. that's what my prediction is. Yeah. Because the Afghanistans are gonna get all Afghan the Afghanis are gonna get all freaked out about the um, Uyghurs up in um, what'd China. Huh? What? What'd you call the them? Uyghurs? <laughs> so insensitive. <laughs> yeah. So they're going to be all. They're going to be just going after the Chinese. Yeah. Oh, yeah. totally. That'll be cool. That'll be fun to watch. I don't think we'll get to see much of it, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But no. Um. Yeah. I mean, you know. But China will fail there too, for the same reasons that we fail there. Right. It's just strategically impossible, right, and right. you know, um, yeah. Let's just not let's not fuck with it. You know. Well, the secret of Afghanistan is it's not united in the first place. You know, like it's so splintered as far as like the tribal areas and like well, they they all hate each other and they're always fighting yeah. each other anyway. 
that that's the only time that's ever unified into Afghanistan into a big country is when the United States or the British or somebody comes over and takes all of it over and they're strong enough to hold it under any semblance of anything. Right. Which is incredibly expensive to do. You know? Yeah. Yeah. To no, to no, I guess they, they do have like trillions of dollars worth of like, um, cell phone chemicals and uh, minerals and shit there. Yeah. So, I mean that's get on that there. probably that's probably what it what it's all what it all comes down to. Yeah. Or it's like a strategic point. And they've probably got a bunch of oil and who knows gold and all that shit. It's all yeah. bones. Yeah. yeah. And just I don't know, let them have it. Is and, that and, crazy? And opium. You know, and that's why everybody that's loves it. That's why the big one. that's why everybody loves it now. Poppies. But there's other stuff. Right. You know. So everyone wants to control that opium trade. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. You notice how the opium trade really is a big boost since we... It'll be interesting to see how like the heroin use dissipates or increases now that we are out of Afghanistan because it certainly had spiked since we got into Afghanistan. Well, it's all about fentanyl now. Right. Chinese. That's that's Chinese pharmaceuticals yeah. for you yeah. right there. Yeah. For sure. People are still doing a lot of heroin though too. Oh well yeah, yeah. for sure. But but really it's like fentanyl is like the new heroin. It's stronger, it's cheaper. Huh. Like whereas before you were you know, uh you get hooked on the pills and then you find out that heroin is stronger Better. and cheaper. Right. And now you're hooked on heroin. Now you're hooked on heroin and you find out that oh, fentanyl. But even you take like even it's a tiny bit too much fentanyl, like you're dead. Right. But you're already a fucking. You already kind of want to die anyway. Yeah. You know. So you're like, eh, I'm okay with that. I'm cool. I'm okay with that. Ooh, I die the highest I've ever been. All right. Oh no. Yeah. I'm Prince. Yay. Right. Exactly. I don't know. It's sad. No, it's really sad. But um. Yeah. Uh, I think that is is the big thing, and that's the Chinese. I think are in cahoots with the cartel, and like that's all tied in together. You know what I mean? And like along with child trafficking, just all the black market yeah. shit. You know, and then that's connected to the defense stuff because you know they all sell it's guns. All, yeah, it's all the same. And that's connected it's to all, the media. And they're the ones who are like, no, open the border, keep it open, because it's like a billion-dollar industry. And but everything's connected to everything. That's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. It doesn't mean it's a conspiracy. It just means it's one big crazy mess. Yeah. You know? With little conspiracies thrown in. With little conspiracies time. thrown in, but then at the end of the day, everyone's like a dumb monkey. You yeah. know? So it's like, yeah. you get you get some good ones and maybe work right. out, but then you get a lot of like dumb ones. I mean, I feel like there's a lot of failed conspiracies too. Yeah. For every successful one that we need to worry about, there's probably 10 like super failed ones because yeah. they're run by morons. Yeah, totally. Right. And we like hear about little pieces of them that seem impressive, but then yeah. they're like totally just mismanaging right. every, every other aspect. Like maybe, of it. maybe this Afghanistan thing is like a big botched, you yeah. know, thing. Yeah. yeah. And where we hear about one, but I don't know. Yeah. I haven't really been thinking a lot about that stuff. That's good. That's good. I'm sorry to bring it all up. No, it's at this mind. point, it's like when it's not in my head all the time. Yeah. It's like a fun conversation to like, oh, think about. You know, so I listen to bathtub jazz, and then I watch a little bit of a little bit of news every once in a while. Nice. No, at the same time. No, no. When I'm drawing, I listen to uh, bathtub jazz. Yeah. Like that rock and stuff that I was listening that to. That was with really rocking. And um, then I'll I'll listen. A little news, little little news. little uh, little history updates. Sometimes I'll watch history. Is cool. History, yeah, sort of. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. that's cool for drawing. 
I feel like there's yeah nothing. I got nothing. Let's let's leave these poor people alone. I All feel right. like we've given them the money's worth today. That's right. And uh, we can just say goodnight with clean hearts because we know they're already at Patreon giving us money, right? Give us some money. Yeah. All right. You know you wanna. Love you. Bye. Discuss the Universe is recorded in the IDTU studios located in Portland, Oregon. All opinions and commentary has been carefully researched by the technicians and scholars of IDTU Research Academy, and therefore should be greeted with healthy skepticism and disbelief. No idiots were harmed during the making of this podcast.